Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will? Happy New Year, Sarah. I'm doing very well. It's good to good to be back, back with you, talking some movies and TV shows. It's going to be a fun year. Yeah, it's it's going off to a great start where we completely get our days confused as yeah. to when we're recording. <laughs> it's just... Well- yeah, well, that's you know, but that's just that's just how we that's how we roll. That's <laughs> how we roll in 2019, apparently. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because we are moving eventually to Tuesday nights, yet we also wanted to. At one point in time, I put Monday night to start the 2019. I don't know what happened. It happened, but we're yeah. all here. We're here. Um, exactly. We're here. And we got some things to talk about. Not a whole lot, but just some, you know, some threads. I don't think we have to go into details about this thing. Um, Titans happened, the finale. Yeah. If you call it a finale, which I wouldn't. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> so I did. Yeah, it took me, it took me a bit to get to it, actually, um, as far as. But I managed to avoid all the spoilers. Uh, whatever. Well, basically, it was only really just one main spoiler at the end. But the uh, episode itself was... I, I see what they were trying to get to as far as uh, Dick and having the, the Batman confrontation. And you know, it's been building all throughout the first season. Mm-hmm. But uh, and 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 that actually that aspect of the episode, I, I was actually um, okay with. I, I, I enjoyed the dynamics, the seeing the life that Dick had after um, you know marrying Dove, having a kid, uh, Jason Todd showing up in a wheelchair. Um, you know, explaining how the bat has just lost his mind and and going on a murderous rage and seeing to you know try to kill the Joker. He was successful, and you know, so obviously I remember all those points because I haven't watched it since. So I mean, those parts did did make an impression. But then we learned that we still had two more, I guess, an episode or two to actually be the finale that they're going to make into the season two premiere so like right it, it was yeah. a 13 episode order yeah. and then for some reason they did an early season two renewal and some bozo thought it would be a good idea to take the last two episodes of this first season and use them as the starting point of season two yeah makes no sense and this has been my problem with the show the entire season is that yep. the, it's just it's not cohesive at all. And, not at all. And, I mean, to your point, the Batman stuff was really cool. And that's what a lot of people want to see. Because in the background, through a lot of the episodes, there was this buildup of tension between um, Robin and um, his old mentor and father figure. Perfect sense. Origin story. Whatever. But... He, he, don't end your season with a reveal that usually occurs in the penult, penult, penultimate episode, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It just, 
it is such a letdown and there's like no momentum at this point for season two because they're just like really yeah i mean <laughs> right because it it was like it was like they listened to you sarah and listened to our podcast and heard how you and so many other and, and some some other viewers as well were just not on board with the rachel storyline and it you know we they spend you're right it was very incohesive as far as the storytelling because they spend you know several episodes building up this issue with rachel and then they go sidetrack with the um hulk and dust origin story Mm -hmm. and then they come zigzag back to starfire and rachel and then and they, they they have the reveal with her mother and and um, her father, and mm-hmm. he being an interdimensional being and all that kind of stuff. And you know, and, and then they tap into Dick at the house and Beast Boys having all kinds of issues with the the negative energy in the house and everything. And it's just like they're all it was all over the map, and they have a lot of great like parts, mm-hmm. but. I think the one thing that 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 overall I, I really do enjoy this series, but the one thing that it definitely has failed on in the first season is having a cohesive package for the first season as far as this overarching story. So if someone like asks me now, like well if people listen to us right now, if you want to like check out Titans, you know, what's the ten second elevator pitch? I'm like, well, there's a, there's a story about Robin. There's a story about Raven. There's a story about Hawk and Dove. There's a story about Starfire. Um, but it, it's a lot of pieces of a puzzle, but it's no co- coherent whole right now. Right, right. And my pitch would be watch the season finale to get prepared for the second season. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need half of it. You, it's, it's just... It is, um, it, while you were talking, it, it reminds me of Guardians of Galaxy in a weird way. Mm. Because with Guardians of Galaxy, you have all of these characters who in that first movie have to be brought together. Yeah. And you have to buy into the fact that these people are going to be form a team. Um, they, they come from all different places. They all have their own backstories. And in the span of two hours, you have to tell a, a very straightforward um, motivation for that single character and how it ties into them as a group. Mm-hmm. They that. beat you over the head with the single motivations for each character. They do not tie it into why these people are so connected. I mean, you get close with yeah. Rachel and Tim um, or Rachel and Dick, but but it's still... It is too, like, like it's too, this is a story, and then suddenly it's not the next episode, and it moves on to something else. And and it's just, you're absolutely right. It has all the right parts. It just isn't putting together the robot the way we need or want it to at this right. point. Right, right. So, I mean, I, I, I am on board with Titans. I mean, again, I, I really enjoy it. I think it's for the DC Universe. Uh, of shows it's uh you know one of the stronger ones um mm-hmm. 
and it has such great potential if they could just learn their lessons from season one, you know, stick, you know, find, if you want to do a bunch of little mini arcs, do it that way. Just try to do it in a way that it just, it just makes sense. I mean, take a comic book approach to it as far as whenever you have an ongoing serial, mm-hmm. um, just do, you know, two, three episodes on, if it's a 13 episode order, just, you know, do the two or three episodes on that particular issue and then move on. Yep. And, and, and do it in a, consecutively, not in this haphazard schedule uh, that that was rolled out first first season. And uh, and so, I mean, I, you, that was your big complaint about it from the very beginning. And um, and it, it, you know, basically bore through the whole first season. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of DC and learning lessons, <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman is killing it in the box office. Yeah. It should it, probably cross a billion world, worldwide probably by this weekend. Yeah. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about how um, we'll get into my reasons why I don't like this film and yeah. why Will has to apologize for DC all the time for me. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about how. Marvel kind of set this up to happen because, uh, or not even Marvel, but just Disney. Because Disney has this other franchise, very popular, I don't know if you've heard of it, called Star Wars. Yes. And it got into the habit of releasing a Star Wars film every Christmas. Even my mom this year was like, Sarah, is Star Wars coming out? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) No, not this year's goal. <laughs> There's nothing to go see. And so the the only alternative for event films right now is Aquaman. I mean, yeah. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, absolutely. Yeah. But that There's is also, a harder pitch yeah, for but, especially uh, an older family. True. Or Mary Poppins. I mean, I think that was that you know, I think that was another potential event movie. Um, and you know, poor, poor Bumblebee just didn't have a chance because this has been tainted by the, you know, previous three or four Transformer movies. It, I mean, it's it's to the point where people don't even talk about the fact that it bombed and nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. I mean, in 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 light of everything else that's that going on, I mean, if it had dropped this summer, maybe that would be more headline news. But it's not even that relevant. Yeah. 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 So, but, but Aquaman, it's just, it's riding on a high and I, I always like movies, filmmaking, the amount of effort, time, money, and energy that goes into them. Absolutely. I think, and I don't, I don't necessarily think that this is an undeserving film. I just know that for the money I spent on it, (laughs) I don't really care much about it. See, you know, either. all all is funny. I, I, whenever I saw your reaction tweet, I just I just literally I, I laughed out loud, and and I just couldn't wait to talk to you about this because, you know, it was all year long when we talked about, you know, summer movies and and the DCU, MCU, DCEU. I, I was the one who was like, oh, man, ah, I just can't. I just can't. You know, I even was like, I even remember even saying, oh, I'll, you know, I'll go see Venom before I go see Aquaman. And mm-hmm. it turns out I haven't seen Venom yet. Yep, me <laughs> <But>, neither. <laughs> but, oh, go ahead. Yeah, but I really enjoyed this movie. And I, and I guess I, 
I had such low expectations, mm-hmm. but I think where Warner Brothers and DC EU has figured out is just stop trying to replicate the Marvel Universe. And, you know, three films now, um, as far as that universe have stood out as far as um, goods have stood out and I think in, in the audience um, and how people have gravitated towards those films and in a positive way, man is still wonder woman and now Aquaman. And then if you want to go global dollars, you can get, you know, also add Donna, you know, Batman v Superman, Donna justice, as far as, as far as, you know, to take at the, at the box office. But I think what I really liked about this film was it was very self-aware of itself. It was, it was, yes, I am Jason. I'm going to, <laughs> we're going to use Jason Momoa. They, 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 they worked to his strengths. And when they needed to have serious acting chops or whatever, on the screen, they, that's when they, you know, had him pair with Mara and Amber, Amber Heard uh-huh. and Nicole Kidman uh-huh. and Jamar Morrison. And they just, you know, they played to his strengths in this film and his natural charisma. And that, and it was very, as I said, very self-aware of what it was and what it is. And it didn't try to go beyond that. And that's that genuineness is why it worked with me. Hmm. <laughs> so, um, I personally blame both you and our friend, um, Pacing Pete, for m- me being let down by this film. Because the way you two were talking about it, I was like, I was like, they got, they got Will praising this movie. They got Pete. There, there has well, to be Pete, something. Now Pete, Pete, now, Pete's more of an apologist than I am. But yeah. I, you go and push him in front of that bus. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was Love like, me. this is going to cure cancer the way they're talking about <laughs> And so I went in being like, okay, I can't have, I'm, I'm no longer have low expectations because everybody keeps raving about this movie. And so I had moderately high, like not even high. I was just like, I expected something. Mm-hmm. And I got <laughs> no. I I to your point, the strength is Momoa, and I actually think they probably did a disservice to him because they didn't give him more lines. They didn't give him. He he really could have carried this film, and I think yeah. they sure. they were so caught up in the spectacle of Atlantis of this mythology mm-hmm. of creating this world that they they forgot that the person and the thing to sell the audience on the most is Momoa. And, and, but, but there's also those moments between him and him and mirror. I, I bought into their chemistry. I brought into that romance and, and there's again, another missed opportunity where there's a line and this drove me crazy. Will. That Mira says when she first starts going, um, 
when they first tr- start, um, when they head to the desert, where she says that she doesn't, she despises the, no, no, she says it to her father, sorry. She says it to her father during the big, the first brother, brother on brother, fish fight showdown thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that she despises the, the, um, the land as much as her father does. And and they never explored that. I mean, they briefly touched on it a little bit, but I never got real insight as to why exactly she hated um, everyone above so much. I mean, you could say it's because of pollution, yada, yada, yada. But it felt like in that moment they were getting at something more. Like, where's her mother or something? Yeah. And, and I would have really appreciated that because she plays such such this pivotal role into, yes, Arthur's the one who connects the two worlds, but she's the one who who pushes that connection to occur. So, yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, again, I I am not going to sit here and 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 say that as far as storytelling, it was. Um, the deepest film. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't. Yeah, um, yeah. And it was, yeah, I mean, they, but I, I agree with, to your point that they were afraid of Jace, Jason not being able to carry the film. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, but he clearly can. Yeah. I mean, the evidence has borne it out. I think for me, I think looking back, I noticed summer when we first saw the trailer, when we had our, um, discussion about san diego comic-con and i think that first trailer they they adjusted their advertising strategy because Mm -hmm. the first trailer i i and i think i I think you were a little lukewarm as well uh but i definitely was like oh god this this just looks just terrible all i could think of was the just bad will-honors from justice league and and stuff and but as they marketed it later down the line, they really focused on the world building aspect of it, and in Atlantis, and that he, you know, that he is indeed the king of the seas, and and it, it, you know, I was like, okay, this is just, it's growing on me, it's growing on me, and when I went to go see it, I, like I said, I, I, I was blown away by his charisma and. It made for a very fun ride, and it didn't. It wasn't too long, thankfully. Uh. <laughs> uh, it was just about right as far as time. You know, it wasn't like I mean, uh, you know, because you know, maybe sacrilege to say it, but I mean, Infinity War was just. It was good, but I mean, I was I was exhausted after that. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? I swear, this movie ended four times. <laughs> it was just like, oh, what's now? Oh, yeah. what's this? What? What? How yeah. long is this movie? There was a yeah. few times I thought that. <laughs> yeah, no, I said I didn't, I didn't get that feeling. Um, when I yeah, but you know, again, I mean, Infinity War is great, so don't get me wrong. I'm not even going to. Um, I'm not even going to like apples know. and oranges. It yeah, it, it, it really is. is. It is. I mean, this to a degree. I I'm I'm probably too hard on the movie because 
it is at best a phase one Marvel movie. If you compare this movie to the original Thor, to the original Captain America, Iron Man, it, it's on that shelf. Yeah. My problem is, as a viewer, I've evolved. <laughs> well. <laughs> so, I just, I, I, I want... I want and I expect more because because the biggest pain point to me, I mean, take away all of the CGI and I've already I've said way too much on this podcast about me not being a fan of that um, utilization. But the biggest flaw was really in the villains. I they they tried kind of to build like something that also bothered me is. Um, Orm, I think his name is the brother. Yeah. He he's so stoic, and he's that he's that um, classic villain character you always see in these movies. Um, and at the end, spoiler alert: when they decide not to kill him, and he gets reunited with his mother for a brief moment, I saw humanity. I saw yeah. an actual character, mm-hmm. and. I wish that I had felt that more, you know, I had wish I had understood him, not just as this conniving power seeker person, but more as a boy who, who also lost his mom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But they didn't explore that. And I know. Yeah. They did explore it. And uh, yeah, I get, like I said, I, I agree with you there that storytelling was it was very thin and they missed it i guess that that is where clearly the mcu has um grown and even even i will say the sony uh marvel verse has also done a you know strong job of that uh with its storytelling when you look at you know with deadpool and wolverine and and others so yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. Well, pool's a different. Deadpool's a whole nother. That's a whole. That's a genre in and of itself, as far as these films. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess. I guess like what weird you, I guess that you said. I guess what you said, like when I was talking about Tom, uh, with Infinity War and and Aquaman. I think we're we're to the point now where it's maybe we just need to just stop trying to compare these universes and just see you know just accept them for what they are um, and enjoy them for what they are uh, because again I think DCU has when they have the standalone films and to your point earlier about Star Wars uh, with the nice spacing that they have done. And not overloading too many uh, of these characters in a year, um, you know, maybe they can build they can build their their event movies that way. And that while we have our, our great you know serialized MCU like what we're going to get next year with you know with uh, that extra million this year now with Captain Marvel and uh, Infinity and Endgame and, um, and and we can just enjoy it for what it is. I, hmm. 
just en- enjoy being a fan. I mean, it's it's a great time to be a fan of these types of movies. Well, being a fan is is one thing, and I even if I walked into that movie like not caring, never maybe never having seen a Marvel movie, I doubt I could honestly say I'd I'd walk away and I wouldn't have these same complaints. Mm-hmm. Because yes, I'm making some comparisons to Marvel movies, but that's just because this is the language we tend to speak in these days about about especially comic book movies. It's Marvel, it's DC. It's this comparison to that. Even in, to a degree in TV, when we talk TV, yeah. you yeah. compare Netflix MCU to the DC um, TV shows on CW to Titans. Like, it's a genre. And yeah. and I think that that you can absolutely... Um, compare it and and say like well this movie did it right this movie did it wrong and everything and and you can you can also go in and enjoy it and and I understand that this movie probably works for a majority of the audience because it's a popcorn popcorn movie it's an adventure film there's a lot of odes to adventure action movies I'm not a fan of those movies (laughs) (laughs) I know those aren't movies that I like grew up on that's not that's not my that's not at the end of the day what I look for right yeah and that's that's totally fine and that's that's why I I was also looking forward to having a discussion with you about it because uh, that's you know one We'd be, we'd be very boring if we just agreed on everything. But two, mm-hmm. um, it, it, you know, it does, you, you made some great points about um, that how this genre has evolved and has grown. And you, yes, you, you, you can't help but um, sometimes compare and contrast the, the different, different studios. And, um, and you know, it, it, it's, it started out yeah, obviously with the comic books, you know, people there's preference one way or another. So obviously it's going to happen that way with the films as well. So, uh, but let's, uh, yeah. But uh, again, it's a great time to be a fan. We're getting some overall solid movies out there, and um, one that I was I can't wait to hear your thoughts on because you have not shared them with me, and our audience is going to hear it at the same time that I will. Is your thoughts on Into the Spider Verse? Into the Spider-Verse. Um, I like this film. I, um, I, I again blame Pete and Will for expectations. Um, they really need to stop telling me when I have to go see movies. Um, and, and the internet. Oh so that's my, res- that's my resolution. <laughs> my resolution to you for 2019 and our third year together doing this podcast is I won't tell you to go see anything unless I just surely know that you're going to love it. <laughs> Or I'm like it's gonna be the best thing. I um I went in and I I watched the movie and I um beforehand I was so on the fence about going to see it at all because it's been a while since I've actually gone to the theaters for an animated film and so I started watching some more of the trailers and yeah that kind of bothered me because now I know what to expect um the writing in this movie is pretty 
pretty superb. Like, there's a reason why it's now a Golden Globe winning film, most likely going to be an Oscar winning film. Um, Because this movie has such heart. Yes. And just innocence about it. it's, It's bizarre. There is so much death in this movie. And and it's surprising, and there's loss, and there's pain. But at the end of the day, it's about a kid who's growing up, who's trying to find his own identity. And then he gets his powers, and now who is he? Well, he's just another one of these Spider-Man people, and he finds himself in entrenched with all of these different versions. And he has to realize at the end of the day, you can only be the best version of you. That's at least my interpretation. Um, I, I just, the, this movie is a movie you show your kids and like, this is how you get them into this kind of genre. Um, I, I mean the marketing will, like we were talking about Aquaman and it's marketing and how lukewarm they did such good dis, this, um, misdirect with it because Mm -hmm. you go in thinking like okay um, jake johnson is playing spider-man yep well he is he's peter b parker yep (laughs) um and and you think it's in the same universe but it's not and then the gwen and how how you are introduced to her and there's something off and you're like wait i thought she was oh i see what they did yeah like there's just yeah. They, oh, there's so much, but yeah, I could go on, but but your turn. My turn. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Well, yeah. So you 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 stole my thunder, cause I the thing that uh, I was going to say is that movie just had so much heart, and um, you know, as a as a father, and you know, as I'm sitting there watching the film and, and seeing Miles and his parents interact and. And all that, and it's with his uncle, and and just just, just that core of family, mm-hmm. because and you're right, it was such a misdirect. Because and I and I loved how they just like took all the preceding Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies, and poked fun and just pointed on the nose, like this is yes, you know the story. Yeah, we're not going to do this again because you have been told the stories ad infinitum forever so mm-hmm. you know so we're here's what we're going to do and, mm-hmm. and 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 the way they just set that up and 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 how they set that multiverse up and you know and having the peter the blonde blonde peter i guess chris pine peter <laughs> chris pine <laughs> yeah he's everywhere these days uh this is a little side a little side digress a bit there but um but this, yeah, but I just, it truly was just the heart. It was just such a strong movie. Thank you, Kathleen Kennedy, for firing Lord and Miller. Uh-huh. Because we got the Spider-Verse because, you know, because they took a, like what they tried to do with Solo, taking a well-established story and making it something more. Mm-hmm. And we got that with Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I mean, it, it it was it's weird because you you were saying that we already know the story, 
And yet the reality is this movie tells you that story at least four different times, four different versions Mm -hmm. of that story, but it's still the same thing. And it, and it, and you understand how each one of those stories is special and unique and can stand up on its own, but it becomes that much more amazing when they're put together into this kaleidoscope. And speaking of people who are everywhere, um, Miles's uncle is yeah. voiced by Mahershal Mahershal Ali. Ali, yep. Who is literally in everything these days. Yes. <laughs> like, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> Another Golden Globe. Speaking of Golden Globes, yeah, went and picked up a. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. And you know that that character, the Prowler. I was a little intimidated by him. Like there was something menacing until, and then you have that showdown and the reveal and then the shock and um, the real reason why, why miles can uphold that mantle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and it's great. It's a great moment. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a throat like tightening moment where, you know, get to your point as we were talking about, you know, Aquaman, where there's that lack of, lack of heart and lack of humanity. Uh-huh. This film just has humanity all over it, uh-huh. and and it's just, you know, a lot of people, you know, maybe prisoners of the moment or whatever, are saying you know, it was the best Spider-Man movie ever. Um, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll try not to be prisoner of the moment, but it, you know, if it's if it's not the best one, it's damn close to being one of the best. Uh, of, of all the Spider-Man movies, and you know, and you go back, especially you know, we go back and look at Sam Sam Raimi's Spider-Man One, how yeah. groundbreaking it was, um, and especially telling the story. But um, but this one, I mean, it's just, yeah. I, I mean, I, I I'm looking forward to seeing it again, and it'll, it'll definitely be one of those ones that if it's if it's on my my ass, it's going to be like you know, I'm just going to stop what I'm doing and like watch it again because it's completely rewatchable. It's, oh, yeah. uh, it's, uh, the, you know, the animation. I mean, I just love the, the, the you know, the comic book as, you know, aspects of the animation and just the, the, you know, throwback nods to the pile zips, the thought balloons, uh, you know, Nicholas Spider-Man noir hits his character. I mean, it's, I mean, Gwen, I mean, all of it, it was just, a, it was just a complete film and you're right. I mean, if it doesn't get an, an Oscar, uh, something's wrong. Yeah, Jake Johnson, um, Peter B. Parker. (laughs) (laughs) He, I, I never thought that he would, I would view him suddenly as Peter Parker. Like Tom Holland is Peter Parker, Mm -hmm. but a young version. And now I understand who that character is grown up, who he's really supposed to be. And that's Peter B. Parker. Mm -hmm. Like, and I love what, again, misdirect you like i thought i understood like he's gonna be this like schlub of a hero and gonna learn how to like being a hero again but that's not what his character is about his character is again about how he made a choice the wrong choice and a regret mm-hmm. um and a lot of adults have regrets and so it makes perfect sense that for him to figure that out he takes this kid under his wing and winds up realizing that no he he could be good at fatherhood he he could um excel at that and not um fail Mm -hmm. 
at it, um, which he was fearful of. And, and I just, I love all of those small touches. Um, I don't know if it's the best Spider-Man movie. Um, I just think it's a really good movie yeah. at the end of the day. And yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I was just talking to a friend of mine about it and, uh, they're like, well, I'm really not into animation and everything. And I was like, no, 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 no. Go see it. Uh, you will, even if, if you're not into animation, it's just such a, a strong and well-made film that you'll you'll get so captivated by the story that you'll forget that, that it is an animated film. Right. It's a great origin story. It's a great kid yeah. story. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so much nostalgia to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. There um, is that too. There's that element too. I don't know why I'm going to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I may regret this. Um, so I re- I remember listening to I think a podcast or something one day, and they were talking about Spider Man and how Spider Man is just a homage to um, pure puberty. Um, especially for young um, boys um, because you have white stuff coming out everywhere. <laughs> you don't know what to do with it. Stuff. So there's this whole interaction between Miles and Gwen mm-hmm. in school and he keeps sticking to things and yep. he keeps blaming it on hormones. And I was just like, oh, they went there. They went there. They went there. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot believe I've been in this movie. It's animated. And yeah. right now I'm just thinking about sex. Like, there's <laughs> this, this weird thing that is going on right now. Um, but, like, it it's, like, there's a lot of in, um, not just Easter eggs, but just pure nostalgia for what yeah. this character, all the different versions of this character really means. Yeah. It, 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 you're right. You're right, and um, and it, it truly, yeah. I mean, they they truly do go into the the multiverse, and and I mean, it all even you know, I don't want to spoil, give any spoilers or anything, but um, if you haven't seen it yet, but um, every, you know, I think what we're I was thinking about another show that of an iconic character uh, with uh, Superman, and we were talking about Krypton, mm-hmm. where every generation of fan will find something to like about that show. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the same thing about this, this, this film here is mm-hmm. that every generation of Spider-Man fan, whether you're brand new or you've been like back in the, back in the silver age of comics, you will, you will enjoy, you'll find something to enjoy about this movie and, and to relate to about this movie. And, to your point to the other podcast, as far as, you know, Spider-Man being a story about, you know, coming of age and, and, and young man, you know, uh, going through puberty and everything. It's totally, totally. That's what Spider-Man is. And that's mm-hmm. why so many kids relate to him. And now young women relate to, 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 you know, to the character as well. Um, as far as, uh, when they've had, um, you know, like with Gwen in this film. Yeah. And so, and um, pigs relate to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Peter Porker. Yeah, I mean, it's just like yeah, pigs, Come on. pigs, anime. You know, android. You know, robots. You, you name it. Technically, it. technically, there were two uh, female 
Spider-Mans in the movie. Yeah. I don't know why we only had one pig. I don't know why we couldn't have had another animal version of Spider-Man, <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's not single anybody out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But it's, I, I hope it does go on to get the Oscars. And um, speaking of Golden Globes, did you yeah. pay attention a lot last night? Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> I dabbled. <laughs> 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 well, they all some key, yeah, I, you know, I dabbled. I mean, obviously, whenever, uh, I, I haven't, I still haven't seen, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody yet, but obviously I did stick around for the, uh, best actor in, uh, you know, drama. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so obviously was very excited when, when Rami won. And then, mm-hmm. um, um, and then of course, right after that, you know, Bohemian won for best picture and, uh, you know, <laughs> A lot of people were like, what? <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I, I knew it was had potential. Yeah. Um, it's also the Golden Globes. And over the years, I feel like Golden Globes have become less and less a predictor, especially in terms of best picture and director. Yeah. Um, usually, if you get a statue, you're a good front runner for... Um, Lead actress, lead actor, etc. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought yeah. that was a bit strange. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know, I guess for best actor with with the Oscars, uh, yeah. You know, given that Christian Bell won for for Vice, um, which is another film I do. This I still, as far as my holiday films, Vice is, and Bumblebee are my two outstanding ones I want to see. Um, I could see you know, the those two being you know, neck and neck as far as uh, best picture for best actor yeah. for in the Oscars. Um, but um, other, yeah, as far as other things about the show, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, Jeff Bridges long speech <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, you know, of course, Glenn Close won. Um, and then one of your favorites, uh, Miss Maisel, marvelous Miss Maisel. She always wins. Yeah, she she just she just always wins. Um, it's, it's one of those things she just shows up and just here, just take the trophy, just take it. It's it's mainly because she wore that yellow dress. Um, <laughs> which shout out to the ladies last night. I saw a lot of really nice dresses, a lot of color on the par- carpet. Um, Regina King like killed it. She yeah. killed it. Yeah. Um. So so it's just but. <laughs> She, Rachel Brushnaham, she is a genius. Um, I think one of the writers um, of the show referred to her as a Tolkien character, um, which she is because she is this like mischief elf and um, yeah. is delightful on Marvel's Mrs. Maisel, which yeah. over the break, um, season two dropped. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Zachary I took your... Levi is in this show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I took your advice. I I I did I I did I watched started season one, so I haven't gotten far. Uh, I've only watched one episode to be completely blunt, but uh, but I did. I, I was like I, I I do like this, and uh, yeah, it's gonna. I'm gonna definitely get try to get caught up. Penny Pan. <laughs> <laughs> Penny Pan. <laughs> um, if if you're hooked on that first episode which really the last 10 minutes when she's actually on stage um 
if you liked that, you, it, the, the show doesn't change. Uh, season two, I, I will say it has a slow start. Uh, both my parents and I agree. They they added, um, I think, four more episodes to that season. You cut the first four episodes of the season. You don't need it. You watch the rest. It's a perfect season. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just weird. Um, but as soon as they get to the Catskills season two, it just takes off and goes to this place of season one perfection where. Um, you just, you love this journey and I can't, and I hope you stay on board for it, Will, because I do want to really talk to you about something that happens in season two, which I'm noticing you have very different perspectives on depending on your gender. Ah, okay. I've seen this happen a few times where people are talking about season two, the same, um, plot point is brought up and depending on your gender you see it very differently which I think is interesting like fascinating okay all right well that that will I will I will do my homework and and, and get caught up so so we can have that discussion yeah well good thing it's like eight episodes <laughs> yeah 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 I can get through it I know they're hour long but between you know there's still got a little bit of time this week with uh, uh, yeah, with our show our Arrowverse shows uh, not returning until uh, the next week, so I got a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. There's more I could say about this show, but I just I don't want to say. There's this thing called expectations. Will I, I don't know if you've heard of it because you've always managed to ruin mine. <laughs> I, I don't want to heighten or lower them. <laughs> Well, well, I think you've gotten to know me well enough to know what what to say, which one, which shows to recommend to me, which ones not to. So, yeah, because <laughs> apparently I watch everything that wins Golden Globes. Because I also got caught up on the Bodyguard over the break, mm. and Richard Man- Madden took home a Golden Globe last night. Yep, he did. <laughs> I'm not as I, the show is good. I wouldn't call it great. Um, he's good. I wasn't blown away. Um, I actually even just, I, I started doing other things while watching the last episode. Um, and and it goes to something my dad was talking to me about, about how all of these shows, especially if it involves a mystery, a crime, it always feels like at the end of the show, the killer or the person behind it is somebody you met in that very first episode. And Mm -hmm. it kind of, um, and they do that because it's supposed to be shocking. And how could you not miss that? Blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, all that really does is really make the universe that much more smaller. Yeah. Instead of bigger. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. um, and I took, I, I heard him when he said that and I was watching this show and I'm like, Oh God, <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> Why would you tell me such a thing? You take everything away from me. <laughs> so, yeah. As far as uh, yeah, well, I, I tried. I, I have Bodyguard on the queue, but I haven't. I haven't started it yet. Uh, I did uh, do the take the plunge with uh, Bandersnatch with the Black Mirror. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it it was, I kept I kept running into the same like ending where I had to start over 
and, and over. And I, you know, after about the third or fourth time, I was kind of like, okay, I'm, uh, you know, the novelty started to wear off. And, but, you know, and I, and I started to progress further along in the story and, and everything. Um, it, it, I mean, I enjoyed it, but it, um, it, it, it was, uh, it was some, I fell asleep after a while. <laughs> I was doing it the first time around. It just kind of wore me out. Too much effort. Too much effort. It kind of wore me out. I woke up. I was like, oh, oh, uh, you know, cause I would find myself dozing off in stories and I would miss like prompts, uh, to, mm-hmm. uh, to, uh, you know, pick a, pick a selection. Um, but I, you know, but as far as just the, the concept, um, you know, I, you know, growing up, I, I used to enjoy reading those choose your own adventure books and stuff. And, um, and, and, and it works, um, in this, in this show. Um, and, you know, and, you know, I'll probably, I'll definitely will go back and, you know, probably watch it again and, and see if I can have better luck this time as far as getting further along and, and the and the plot, but um, it, you know it, it, it is what it is, um, mm-hmm. and um, you know so somehow yeah you know I watched it, uh, and then the other big buzz wordy thing over the holidays was uh, a bird box, and um, still haven't watched it, um, but you know it's to that point now where I'm kind of like. Okay, you know, it has it, it spawned the, the these bird box challenges. So I'm like, okay, have I, I just watch it for the sake of watching it so I can just, you know, bring it up at like dinner parties or do I just kind of like just let it go and laugh at all the people doing, you know, at the YouTube videos that are probably more entertaining than the film itself? I I don't know how to answer that question because I've not seen a single bird box challenge. I live in a shell apparently, <laughs> um, but but to each their own. To each their own. I don't know if I'm ever gonna watch bird box. Um, yeah, I just I don't. Hmm. I after watching um, what is that movie called? That Quiet place. A quiet place and being disappointed by it. Um, I, I don't know if I'll go into bird box and be like, Oh my God, (laughs) watch things at your own time when, when you want to, because those are when you get the most out of it. Like there's a time and place for everything. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I think those are all of our highs and lows of the winter break season. Yeah. Yeah. We're back. I think we, uh, yeah, 2018, as far as uh, entertainment, ended on a good note overall, at least for Spider-Verse and maybe and for Aquaman for me. Not so much for you, but it's all good. Turn the page. You got you have Punisher coming up this month. Yeah, I've uh, we have Punisher, even though you're not going to watch it. I'm going, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> He's like the first episode. That's it. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of things coming up. I mean, Punisher, obviously, but I mean, Krypton season two is coming yeah. soon. Cloak and Dagger season two will be here before you know it. We got yeah. Flash and Arrow coming back, and um, and just I mean, to your point, what you said earlier, it's a great time to be alive. There's a lot. 
Yep. And you know what? They're finally going to start shooting Mr. Robot season four. Yes. It only took them a year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, uh, uh, I, I, actually, I did. It's funny. Over the break, I did watch a few episodes of season three. When I saw the, I was like, I, I got to get, I got to keep, keep it somewhat fresh in my head because I don't know, know when they're coming again. And then I got, yeah, then I saw the news that they're filming next month. So. <laughs> Yeah, and um, and Will, you, you won't appreciate this, but 2019 is gonna like be comprised of not only Infinity War Endgame, but we there's a show called Game of Thrones. Yes, I was thinking about you today. I was like, I, we got to find you a, a Game of Thrones partner to talk this stuff with. It, it's final season. Winter is here. Six episodes. They're gonna be long. They're gonna be they 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 should be perfection. They should. I be. mean, I I'm going to have high expectations because this is it. This <laughs> <Yep>. is it. <laughs> <laughs> um, hope you're not let down. I truly, I sincerely hope you're not let down. I I don't think I will be because. It, at the end of the day, we're closing the we're closing the book. The, the Game of Thrones, the saga, it, it's being closed, and um, and I I don't know I they've so far done right. Um, there are very few things I've ever complained about the show itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, um, we all want to know what those final few moments will be, what predictions will be right, what predictions will be wrong, who ends up with who, all of that. So um, I think they can do it. And um, I I just wish there was a little bit more, you know, maybe seventh or eighth episode. <sighs> <laughs> I'm rambling now. I, I like have no place to go from there. But yeah, there is so much. Coming. There is. There is, there is. It's going to be a good year. Maybe. Expectations will. (laughs) (laughs) Manage those expectations, Sarah. Manage those expectations, Will. Note to self, manage expectations. (laughs) Um, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you managing your expectations? All right. You can find me managing those expectations and and hyping Sarah's at Will M. Polk. That's W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. And you can watch me lower my expectations at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. But most importantly, rate, subscribe, and comment on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Good night. Geek out. You're welcome. <laughs>